from workers. Thank you, uh, amen, for your liberality tonight. Daniel chapter 3, if you've got your Bibles, Daniel 3. Daniel 3. Amen. Image has always been the way the world sells its product. How many remember the Marlboro Man? Leo Burnett, tall, good-looking man with a big cowboy hat on and a cigarette hanging off his lips. You know, Bush and Coors Beer has always had good-looking, happy, laughing people in his commercials. Designer jeans, they always have beautiful women and handsome men modeling their clothes because they know an image sells. Uh, amen. That's how the world uh, pushes this product tonight. You know, in our text, King Nebuchadnezzar sets up a 90-foot-tall, 9-foot-wide gold image, probably of himself. His goal was the same as the Marlboro men, worship the Marlboro. And like these beer commercials, our companies and designer clothes companies, joy, laughter, and identity is found in the image. That's what they're portraying. You want to be happy in life, you want an identity, you want to, uh, amen, have fun in life, you got to be connected to their image. And again, that's how they sell their product, but that's their message behind it. But we know that that's a lie because joy, hope, fulfillment, and true identity can only come through relationship with Jesus Christ. But let's read our text with that in mind tonight. Genesis, or, uh, Daniel 3, we start verse 1. Then Nebuchadnezzar made an image of gold whose height was 90 feet and width was 9 feet. He set it up on a, a plain of Dura, the providence of Babylon. Then King Nebuchadnezzar's counselor, treasurer, justice, magistrate, and all the officials of the providence had come to... De- to the dedication of the image that King Nebuchadnezzar had set up, verse 4, and the herald proclaimed aloud, You are commanded, O people, nations, and language, that when you hear the sound of the horn, pipes, harps, and every kind of music, you shall fall down and worship the gold image that King Nebuchadnezzar set up. Whosoever does not fall and worship shall immediately be cast into the fiery Furnace, let's pray. Father, I'm asking you tonight, God, give me wisdom, direction tonight. God, speak to us. God, your name be glorified. God, I have no confidence in this flesh, but I have great confidence. God, in your word, the the power of the gospel, your spirit tonight, I pray. God, move through my life. God, touch your people. Give us revelation in Jesus' name. God's people say, amen. Standing against the image, you're taking notes. Standing against the image. Look first uh, tonight at the insanity of the world. To King Nebuchadnezzar, being king over all the earth uh, was not enough. Daniel 2, King Nebuchadnezzar has a dream, and in his dream he sees this image. Uh, A head uh, uh, of the image was of fine gold. His chest and arms uh, of silver. His middle and thighs bronze, the legs of iron, uh, and feet partly iron and partly clay. And so Daniel chapter 237, Daniel interprets this dream for him. Uh, It says, O king, the king of kings, to whom the God of heaven has given the kingdom and and the power and the might and the glory, verse 38, and into whose hands he has given, uh, wherever they dwell, the children of men, the beasts of the field, and the birds of the air under in heaven, making you ruler over all of them. 
So God has made Nebuchadnezzar king over everything. King over everybody, everything is given to King Nebuchadnezzar. All the dominion of the earth is under uh, his hand. Uh, uh, so uh, King Nebuchadnezzar has need of nothing. Everything he wants, he gets. Today it would be like having the grandest house, most desirable car, fashion clothes, expensive food, millions and billions in the bank, uh, servants to wait on you hand in hand. Uh, that's the way it would be today. And if we had that, we would say, hey, that's enough, right? I mean, that sounds like enough. Uh, uh, amen. Uh, you would uh, have people, or, or, or we have people in the government. Uh, or let me say this, amen. Uh, uh, I mean, having all that would be enough. But we have people in the government today like Nebuchadnezzar. Uh, being president, governor, senator isn't enough either. President Biden, Senator Schumer, and House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and others they have this image that they demand that we bow to, uh, and that image tonight, I want to expose it, uh, uh, LGBTQIA+. And if you don't bow to it, they will come against you, your businesses, uh, they come against your business, pull your license, call you a hater, uh, and, and take you to court and try to ruin your life. And if you've been following the news at all, that's exactly what's been happening. I'm going to give you some uh, stories that, that has been published. Uh, Bartexo, whosoever does not fall down and worship shall be cast into the burning fiery furnace. So this comes out of Scripture. We've seen it before. Uh, the world puts forth an image uh, and demands we bow to it or I will ruin your life. If you don't bow to this image, I'm going to destroy uh, part of your life. You know, what? the White House just celebrated the signing of the respect of or Respect to Marriage Act, which the federal government recognizes same-sex marriages uh, to celebrate uh, it properly, in their mind, they invited Marty Cummings. You can give a picture of Marty Cummings. He's a trans. But they invited him to this signing uh, so it would be proper, amen, they're going to sign this document, historical document in their minds, uh, and to have the proper representation there would be Marty. And he's dressed, makeup, wig, uh, have him there. And he says this, coming, thank President Biden and the First Lady Jill Biden. Coming says to be a, a non-binary drag queen artist invited to the White House is something I will never, I could never imagine would happen. Thank you, President and Dr. Biden, for inviting me to this, to this historic uh, bill signing a grateful doesn't uh, begin to express the emotions I feel. That's our president. Brittany Grinner. Can you picture her? Amen. The NBA star, she's not really a star, she's about 1,200 on the list they consider a star. But the media calls her a star, NBA star, basketball player who is married to another woman, has been locked up in prison on drug charges in Russia for 10 months. Well, there's another man that's been locked up. Uh, his name's Paul Williams. You can put his name up there, or picture. He's a former U.S. Marine who served in Iraq, committed no crimes, has been locked up in Russia for four years. President Biden has the opportunity to swap uh, for one, and guess who he brings home? The other one. Brittany Grinner. 
And upon her return, they celebrated, not bringing home a young lady, but they sell, their celebration was to bring home a minority lesbian. That was their big celebration. Uh, uh, again, it wasn't uh, we're bringing home a young lady, but it's a minority lesbian. She's married to another woman. You know, Hollywood, uh, amen, Walt Disney, the mainstream media, many sports uh, companies, uh, even churches are bowing as soon as the music is played today. Verse 7 says, Therefore, as soon as all the people heard the sound of the horns, pipes, harps, and every kind of music, all the people, nations, and language fell down and worship the golden image that King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. You know, billions of dollars had be, are being spent by our government, Walt Disney, companies, uh, billionaires, and billionaires to try to make uh, LGBTQIA plus look normal. Matter of fact, uh, if you don't agree, uh, amen, with this image, LGBTQIA+, uh, you're the one that's made not look normal. If you don't agree with that, uh, amen, they turn the script on you. Well, you're the one that's different. You're the one that's odd. You're the one that don't fit in. Uh, uh, this is their image. Disney said it will include non-binary characters uh, in their new animation films. Disney said it seeks to address gender imbalance uh, in his film output, some Disney fans have expressed excitement at the idea already. You know, Hollywood, Disney, many in our government have an agenda. Their agenda is to put forth this image, uh, LGBTQIA plus image, uh, and have society bow down to it. Let me give you some statistics. Uh, teachers are being pressured to teach uh, about gender identity. Many of our teachers have already embraced topics on transgender uh, uh, and non-binary. Seven states are now, have now required a curriculum, curriculum to include LGBTQIA plus topics. The National Sex Education Standard uh, developed by experts and advocacy groups named gender identity as one of the seven essential topics alongside, alongside puberty, sexual orientation and other subjects and the government the federal government recommends that schools include gender identity in their sex education programs it gets deeper this image lgbtqia plus targets children that are most in the most vulnerable stage uh, in time of puberty between 11 and 14 at a time where many young people are already confused about their sexuality uh, and, and their body, as their bodies are changing and emotions are running high, uh, they're targeted. Now, I'm going to read you some stories here, uh, amen, to give you kind of a look what the world, uh, uh, partially, uh, mostly, if I say her name right, you put the picture up. She says at the age of 10 years old, she suffered from a lack of identity. So her therapists and doctors told her she, what was the problem. She's really a boy in a girl's body. At a young age, she began, uh, she said, uh, I and my parents were manipulated by gender specialists uh, uh, to change my gender. Her therapist and doctor said, uh, listen, it will be fun being a trans, uh, and plus you'll be a hero. But Paisley uh, Mosley is 24 years old now, and she's telling her story around the world. She says for the years that she was a trans, she was mentally unwell and unstable, she says today, uh, she is heartbroken and full of grief. She said, I can never be a normal woman. 
as far as childbearing, and if I could bear children, I can never breastfeed. Moses is telling all that we'll hear today, uh, every young person doing, going through puberty that feels confusion. She said, listen, uh, don't let anybody tell you uh, that you should change your body, that you should change or, or make physical alterations to your body. Listen, at 10 years old, they begin to lie to her. Well, you're a boy trapped in a girl's body. That's your problem. And so they manipulate. I read the full story. Her parents are, are devastated today that they allowed this to happen. But they said going through the therapist and going through uh, all the stuff, they were manipulated into this. Uh, uh, amen. But that's the image today that's going on. Can you say amen? So the LGBTQIA is a demon spirit, uh, unclean spirit. I know some of you may not like me saying that. It's a demon spirit. It's an unclean spirit uh, that is loose in the earth, uh, and it's attacking our children, uh, but not even our children. It's loose in our schools. I get it. It's, it's attacking our young people, but uh, even on the battlefield, uh, Navy SEAL Chris Beck, put his picture up there. Navy SEAL Team 6, uh, one of the baddest SEAL teams there is. Uh, amen. Ten years ago, uh, he started transitioning over to be a woman. Now known as Kirsten Beck. Go ahead and put that picture. has destroyed my life. Today, he goes on to say, today there are hundreds and even thousands of people starting the journey detransitioning back. He said, don't believe the lie, or don't, I say, don't believe the lie from hell uh, that you're different that something's wrong with you. Listen, uh, that's always where it starts. Something's wrong with you. You're not pretty. You're ugly. Uh, uh, you know, you can take a picture off. Uh, uh, you know, something's wrong with you. You've got to change your body. No, you're, you're the person who God made you. Psalms 190 or 139.13, Psalms 139.13, David says, You have formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows very well. Uh, amen. You've got to settle that in your spirit, especially if you're younger. Uh, uh, amen. In, in that 10 to 14 year uh, area, especially. Listen, uh, I am who God made me. Yeah. Amen. I'm the person God wanted me to be, purposed me to be. I'm not going to change this uh, for anybody. You know, the truth about LGBTQIA+, is it's an anti-God spirit. It goes to destroy what God has created, the identity that God has given to boy, girl, man, woman, male and female. It's out to destroy that and say God doesn't know what he's doing. LGBTQIA+, uh, goes, uh, amen, go, his goal is to destroy any trace of God in society. The United Methodist Church and the Presbyterian Church uh, uh, may embrace this image and this spirit, uh, uh, but listen, uh, uh, they're not the same church as we are, I guarantee you that. They may call themselves a church, but they're a church uh, that is being used by the demonic today uh, as they have all these colors uh, on, on their building. If you go up to uh, uh, Jefferson and... Uh, Jay Clyde, you'll see at the church all the different colors, United Methodist Church. They can say Jesus, they can call themselves a church, but they're not the church of the living God. Amen. They're a church that funnels this demonic spirit, uh, uh, amen, and embraces this image. You know, the real truth about LGBTQIA plus is destroying our youth. Listen to some statistics. 
It says society is this, or suicide is the second leading cause of death among young people ages 10 to 24. And lesbian, gays, bisexual, trans, uh, queers, youth uh, are significantly higher risk. LGBTQ youth are more than four times uh, a higher risk to attempt suicide than their peers. The Trevor Project estimates more than 1.8 million LGBTQ uh, youth between 13 and 24 seriously considered suicide or did it. They say one in every, 40, one in every 45 seconds uh, uh, somebody from that community is trying to commit suicide or did commit suicide. Listen, it's a lie, and don't get caught up in that, especially if you're a young person. They talk to you at your school. Uh, the teachers try to uh, make it look good. They have what they call trans closets in schools today. Uh, parents don't have to know anything about it. Uh, if, you wanna, if you're a boy, you want to be a girl for today, uh, you can go in that closet and put on your wig, put on your little skirt, uh, prance around like a girl all day. And the parents don't have to know about this. You want to be a boy, uh, girls can go in there and put baggy pants on, uh, put a little beanie on their head, uh, take off all their makeup, uh, and prance around school. Uh, the Trevor uh, Project goes on to say 2020 National Survey on LB, or LGBTQ youth mental health found that 45% of LGBTQ youth seriously considered attempting suicide in the past year, including uh, more than half the transgender and non-binary uh, youth. So this is the image that's being pushed today, especially in our school and our young people. Uh, I talk as I witness to people, uh, and this is, this is the image. This is the thing that's being pushed today. So let's look secondly at making a stand here. You know, our three men in our text, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, made a stand against this image. Uh, these three uh, men represent the church today. Christians are called to stand against the image. Can you say amen? Not ignore it or join it as some churches, I mentioned, United uh, Methodist Church and the United Presbyterian Church have already done. Uh, but we're to stand against this spirit. Uh, and when you stand against it, you will be a target. Look at our text in verse 8. Therefore, at that time, certain Chaldeans came forward and accused the Jews. They declared to King Nebuchadnezzar, O king, live forever. You, O king, have made a decree that every man who hears the sound of the horn, pipes, harps, and every kind of music shall fall down and worship the golden image. And whosoever does not fall down and worship shall be cast to the burning, fiery furnace. There are certain Jews... Uh, whom you have appointed over the affairs of the province of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, these men, O king, pay no attention to you. Uh, they do not serve your God nor worship your golden image, which you have set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar, in furious rage, commanded Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego be brought, uh, and they brought these men before the king. Uh, listen, if you stand up against the image, you're going to be a target. The owners of the sweet cakes in Portland uh, area bakery denied a same-sex couple uh, service. We're not going to make your marriage cake. We're not going to uh, put two guys uh, on top of our cake and celebrate with you. We're not going to do that. And immediately the city got involved uh, and put 135000 fine uh, for emotional suffering 
uh, uh, you know, uh, you, you've caused emotional suffering, so we're, we're commanding you to pay $135,000 to these two queers that want to get married. Kroger, one of the country's largest supermarket chains, terminated Brenda Lawson, 7-2, and, and Richard, 57, who identify as Christians for their refusal to wear an apron with a rainbow symbol that they believed uh, was an endorsement of LGBTQ community. They said, we're not wearing it. And because they said, we're not wearing it, they were terminated. Chick-fil-A uh, has been targeted by protesters. Universities have refused them right of business. Uh, but the blessing of God is all over them. I love it. And I go to the mall, you know, all the other business maybe have three or four. Uh, Chick-fil-A's got this line. I mean, it's like God just uh, laughs right in their face. Uh, uh, here's, but here's a company that stood up against that spirit, uh, uh, against this image, and, and God's blessing is on them. But, the, but the, uh, you're, you're going to be a target if you stand against this sometimes. You know, the world will always give you a second chance to bow, don't, won't they? I mean, it says, King Nebuchadnezzar said to Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, verse 14, now, if you are ready, uh, when you hear the sound of the horns, high, or pipes, harps, and every kind of music, to fall down and worship the image that I have set up well and good. Well, if you fall down this time, we'll forget about the other times. You know, the owner of the sweet cakes uh, would not bow. Thank God. They took it all the way to Supreme Court. Uh, Brenda Larson, 72, uh, and Richard, 57, uh, uh, would not bow in a costume uh, their uh, employment, but Sweet Cakes won it. Uh, just passed a little while ago in the Supreme Court. They took it all the way to Supreme Court. We're not bowing to this, but we're going to fight it. Uh, and they did fight it. Uh, and Supreme Court uh, weighed in their favor a great victory for the church. Listen, this is not the time to bow. I mean, it makes me sick. I look at our government, uh, all this image that is... Uh, uh, Pressing theory. You've seen our White House yesterday. How many seen that? All the different colors uh, celebrating this Marriage Act uh, uh, signing. Uh, I about threw up. This is not the time to bow. We need to stand uh, as a church together against this image. Verse 16, Shadrach, Meshach, Benigo answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. If this be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from this burning, fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of your hand, O king. But if not, I like this, but if not, uh, be it known to you, O king, that we will not serve your gods nor worship your gold image, which you have set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar uh, was filled with fury, and the expression of his faith was changed against Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He ordered the fiery furnace uh, seven times more uh, than uh, usually he did. And he uh, ordered some of the mighty men of this army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to cast them to the burning, fiery furnace, verse 21. Then these men were bound, uh, uh, bound in their coats, their tunics, their hats, and their garments, and they were thrown into the bur burning, fiery furnace, verse 23. And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell, uh, uh, were, uh, fell bound into the burning fiery furnace. Uh, they said, we'd rather do that than bow that image. I like that. 
King, let it be known to you, even if God doesn't deliver us, uh, if we don't get the miracle we're praying for, uh, uh, let it be known now, we're not bound to that. We're not bound to that spirit. And God bless men and women today that they say, listen, I'm not going to bow to that demonic, unclean spirit, uh, this non-binary that's really pushing through our schools. Uh, uh, I can be anything I want. I don't identify. I'll, uh, whatever I want. Have you seen on the news today, uh, started a couple of weeks ago, this man uh, in the Biden administration that was over one of the big programs there, uh, uh, one day he shows up as a dress, makeup on his head, shade. I don't know if you've seen the picture. Uh, next day or next week, yellow mustache and beard going on, uh, man's clothes. Uh, like, who is this guy? But anyway, he got caught ripping off the government, so he got fired. And I went, yeah. <laughs> you know, the truth is, when we stand, we're never alone. God is always right beside us. Give us that picture. Jesus right in the middle of it. Keep that up there. When we stand, we're never alone. God is right beside us. Uh, here's Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in a fire that should have, that's just a picture I know, but uh, it's a fire that should have uh, consumed them instantly. But, uh, I mean, they're there, they're walking around, they're probably, you know, hey, Jesus, what's heaven like? That's what I'd be asking. Hey, what's heaven like? Verse 24, then King Nebuchadnezzar said, then King Nebuchadnezzar was astonished and rose up in haste. He declared to his counselors, did we not cast three men bound into the fire? They answered and said to the king, true, O king. He answered and said, but who is the fourth uh, unbound walking around in the midst of the fire? And they are not hurt, and their appearance of the fourth is like the son of a god. Verse 26, then Nebuchadnezzar came near uh, to the door of the burning fiery furnace and declared, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come out and come here. And then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came out uh, of the fire. We're never alone. Listen, we will stand. Uh, uh, we're not going to bow to this unclean spirit of today. We're going to stand for God. We're going to do what's right. Listen, uh, we go in the fire for it. God's right there with us. When you stand, God will show the world His power. Look at verse 27. And the governors and the king's counselors gathered together and saw that the fire had not, had, had not any power over their bodies of these men. Their, their hair on their heads was not singed. Their coats were not uh, harmed. Uh, nor the smell of fire had come upon these men. God showed the world, listen, uh, uh, it didn't even touch them. Yes, when Christians stand, changed. Uh, can take place. Through Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, through their stand, Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar got converted, or at least uh, turned his nation to the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Look at verse 28. It says, Nebuchadnezzar answered and said, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has sent his angel and delivered his servants who trusted him and set aside the king's command and yielded up their bodies rather than serve the, uh, and worship the God uh, or, or worship any God except their own God. Listen, when we stand for God, we're given dominion. Look at verse 29. Therefore, I, I make a degree any people, nation, or language that speaks anything against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego 
shall be torn limb from limb, and their houses laid in ruins, uh, and, and for there is no other God who is able to rescue this way, then uh, the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of Babylon. Listen, if you want dominion in life, if you want dominion in your school, on your job stand, don't go along with it. Don't laugh with it. Don't joke with it. Don't, well, you know, that's just them. No stand. Take your stand. That's where you get dominion. Standing against this means, uh, or it doesn't mean that we have to walk down the road with, uh, uh, you know, the picket uh, in our hands. Say we, we don't, we stand against this spirit, this image. Uh, that's not what it means here. But it, what it means is when you're in your family, your school, your job, wherever, and that comes up, we stand. <laughs> no, I don't agree with that. I'm not. I'm not behind that. That's not godly. It's not righteous. Uh, we stand. And as we stand, God gives us dominion. Look, lastly, God is greater. You know, God is bigger than any image that any man can create. After Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego's victory uh, over the fiery furnace, King Nebuchadnezzar says in verse 29, I make a degree any people, nation, language, uh, that speaks anything against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And I read it earlier, but, but listen, uh, God's saying, listen, uh, their God is bigger than any God. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said, listen, God is greater uh, than anything I can build, anything I can, any image I can create. God is bigger, God is mightier, uh, and we know that, don't we? You know, this LGBTQIA plus image will be defeated if the church will stand and I believe revival will break out. Our text says Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were promoted in the province of Babylon. Now think about this. <laughs> These men uh, are revivalists here, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And now they're put over the province of Babylon. Now just think how this is going to play out. You know, God allows us to use our imagination, doesn't he? He doesn't tell us the full story. He just says, Nebuchadnezzar said, hey, man, I'm impressed. Your God is God. Uh, I'm going to promote you. But think about this promotion. That's why I say revival is going to break out in the church stands. Uh, here's Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They've just come out of the fire with Jesus. They've been in the fire. I don't know how long they were there, a minute, uh, 20 minutes. I'm not sure uh, but they're in this fire. The whole world sees it. Uh, they're talking to the Son of God. Uh, they're pulled out of this fire. Imagine how stoked they are here. They're fired up. Nobody's going to tell them any different. Uh, hey, hold it down a little bit. Uh, not so loud. Uh, no, they're revivalists now. Everywhere they go, they're going to hear this story a hundred times over. Uh, they're going to preach the gospel. They're going to declare the Word of God. Uh, and so here they are. They're giving authority over all the provinces. Remember the command of the king was, listen, uh, anybody says anything against their God, uh, they're going to be torn limb from limb. Their house is going to be burnt down. They have to listen. And these, these are preachers, man. Uh, they're going forward preaching the word of God in these provinces. Uh, and Nebuchadnezzar's letting them have full reign. Uh, I would say, using my imagination, hundreds and thousands of people uh, are bowing now to Lord Jesus Christ in their provinces. Uh, they're having revival. Uh, souls are being saved, delivered. Uh, this image of Nebuchadnezzar uh, gives the impression that he tore it down right away. Uh, God is greater. You don't need this one. Uh, 
Uh, amen. Uh, so people are getting saved all through the land. That's the impression we're given. And listen, if we will not bow, but we will stand and go out with our testimony, uh, being a revivalist, amen, on our jobs, our neighborhoods, our city, uh, I believe God will give us revival. Now here's where I want you to listen really close here, because it gets a little bit more personal here. I believe the next great revival is going to come out of the people that's been caught up in this LGBTQIA community. These people are hurting, they're broken. Many of them have lost their identity, much like the Jesus people moving in the late 1960s uh, that was started from hippies, drug addicts, and immoral people. Uh, uh, I was, I mean, I was a kid then. I was born in 64, and so I wasn't old enough to remember that. But in the 70s, I do remember it. Uh, these hippies, uh, you know, that was the thing. Everybody hitchhiking, uh, hippies uh, going out in the woods, smoking dope, being immoral. That was the, the, the thing of the day. But they were rejected people. They were an outcast, looked down upon. Uh, Pastor Mitchell said in 1969, they started coming into the church. And that's one of the reasons we pulled out, out of the Four Square Fellowship uh, is because they wouldn't accept these people. And Pastor Mitchell said, listen, God brought them in. Uh, I mean, they're hippies. Uh, they're bringing their animals to church with them. Uh, I mean, they're not dressed like church folks would dress. Uh, uh, they're, they're all wild looking, but Pastor Mitchell began to work with them, uh, began to allow them to come in and hear the Word of God, work with them. Uh, and today, they're the leaders of our fellowship. Uh, I mean, you... You look at some of the pictures, uh, Pastor Tom Payne, uh, 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 Scott Lamb, uh, or you say, wow, that's them. They were strung out hippies. I mean, they were, they were the, the rejects of that society, but Pastor Mitchell welcomed them in uh, and began to work with them. Now they're leaders today. Luke chapter 4, Jesus said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because He has anointed me to proclaim the good news to the poor, he has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captive and cover of sight to the blind, to set at liberty to the oppressed. They wasn't used to that message. Amen. The religious leaders thought the Messiah is going to come in uh, and strength uh, and honor the religious leaders that day, lift them up and build this great kingdom uh, that would overthrow the Romans. But Jesus said, no, uh, I come for the rejects. I come for those that are heartbroken, those that are captive, uh, those that are blind, uh, those that nobody wants, I've come for them. You know, most of Jesus' followers are rejects. Matthew 9, verse 9, uh, Jesus uh, passed on from there. He saw a man called Matthew sitting at the uh, tax booth. And he said to him, follow me. And he arose and followed him. And Jesus reclined at table in the house. Uh, uh, behold, many tax collectors and sinners came in and reclined with Jesus and his disciples. And when the Pharisees saw it, these religious people, they said to his disciples, why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? We don't, we don't like these people. Uh, they stay on their side of the street, we're on our side of the street. Uh, why is Jesus trying to buck against the system? Why is he being different? Uh, uh, verse 12, uh, but when he had heard this, uh, he said, those who are well... Uh, have no need of a physician, but those who are sick, verse 13, go and learn what this means. I desire mercy and not sacrifice, uh, for I have come 
I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners. Uh, uh, Jesus said my whole purpose was for coming is to get the sinner. Listen, if we're going to have revival, if we're going to not just complain about these people or reach them, we're going to have to be open to it. We're going to have to have our church doors open if they begin to come in uh, and looking like they look. We're going to say we're going to work with them. Imagine Pastor Mitchell and them hippies all. I, I try to let my mind wander sometimes, you know. You know, you're sitting in Prescott Church, the leadership of our fellowship. You're sitting at church, and all of a sudden doors open, uh, and a guy looks wild, crazy, comes in with his dog. And then others follow him. They smell. They've been living in the woods. Come on. Their hair's not done up. Uh, no deodorant. The hippies don't wear deodorant. And I mean that they've been smoking dope before they came to church. They're high. What are you going to do with them people? Pastor Mitchell said, take a seat. It's we sit on the floor. Okay, sit on the floor. But he worked with them, my point. And because he worked with them, he accepted and preached to those who God brought in. Uh, that was like that. Our fellowship is still having revival today. We're in nations of the world simply because... Uh, Pastor Mitchell had opened his life up to these people. Listen, many of these LGBTQIA plus people have come from broken homes. No father, they've got cut up in the image for an identity, much like a gang member will get in the gangs just to have an identity. Uh, I'm reading background stories on these people that uh, they simply ran to that because in school it was uh, said, listen, uh, we will accept you. You can be one of us. We'll laugh with you. We'll, we'll do whatever. You come be one of us. And they got pulled into this. And today they're miserable. Again, one out of a one in every 45 seconds, or every 45 seconds, one attempts suicide or does commit suicide. They're broken down uh, people. And listen, uh, I'm reading this on these people that are hundreds and thousands are coming back, wants to uh, you know, go to D transition now. Uh, the government don't want nothing to do with them now. No, we want you to carry our image. We want you to carry it through the world. Uh, we don't want uh, We don't care if you're miserable. We don't care. Uh, you just carry that. And listen, we're going to have to have our, our lives open to this. If we want revival, I believe that's the next. They're the hippies of our generation. They're the ones that are rejected. They're hurt. Their uh, societies has rejected them. Uh, they're showing out, they're giving to an image, but listen, down inside, man, they're hurting, they're desperate, they're trying to commit suicide, and listen, if they come in, we're going to have to have an open heart if we want revival. It's not going to be easy. I'll be honest with you. They get a boy coming in here looking like girls, it's not going to be easy. Now, I understand they have to repent. We had a church in Austin, I'm getting ready to close, we had a church in Austin, Texas, uh, Barry Parker is the pastor there, and he, I'm talking to him one day, he said successfully they've had in their church about 25 homosexuals and lesbians come in uh, and get powerfully converted, and he began to give me other names. Uh, today they're married uh, to the opposite sex, have children, uh, and told me others that were out on the field pastoring. I said, how in the world did your church get to that point where he said, we really just had to begin to accept, listen, uh, they're sinners just like we are. They're sinners just like we was. We come in for the different sin. Uh, but he said these people had to repent. That was the key. Uh, 
when they repented, they worked with them. The ones that would not repent, uh, they pushed on out. Uh, but the ones that would repent, we're going to work with them. We're going to believe God for them. Uh, and I knew about 25 that got miraculously delivered, and, and many of them are out pastoring today, pastors' wives. What a miracle. But listen, if we're going to have revival, we're going to have to be a people, a church that say, I'll work with it. Amen? Let's bow our heads tonight. Let me close here. You know, Hollywood, Disney, and many of our government